0: Yo! Welcome back to another edition of The Cruising Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cruz and today is Friday February Yeah I uh, forgot what day of the week it is I uh, think it's the uh, 19th Right? Should be the 19th So it's 19th of February and uh, where you can find The Cruising Podcast is on Apple Podcasts um, Spotify, P- Patreon and Anywhere you can find your podcast needs is where you can find The Cruising Podcast Also where you can find the latest updates and show is at cruising podcast on instagram also on twitter at nicetown finest and facebook if you want to check out the cruising podcast i need to start promoting that a little bit more maybe i should do better at that ah, whatever it is what it is oh give me one second y'all okay cool there we go all right so today we are talking a lot of nerd shit it's going to be lots and lots of nerdy shit so um, you know Stick with me. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed. Also, I'm going to be talking a little bit of sports. Let's be to get a little sportsy, sports real quick. You know, a little bit. And then, um, yeah, that'd be the show. For real, for real. Um, I'm just going to say this, and probably I won't be the first. I'm definitely probably not the first person to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer have become GOAT animes. I'm sorry to say it. We need to understand it. You just need to listen they became goat animes see what's what's different between what's different from animes and um i would say let's uh, how am i going to say this what's different between animes and regular tv shows animes normally run very much shorter than regular like great tv shows like most all-time great tv shows are 5 or maybe 4 to 5 seasons and more you know, uh, Breaking Bad. What was that? Five seasons. Uh, Walking Dead uh, should have died at five seasons, but you know we kept going. Um, but all, like I said, like all time great shows for American TV mostly. You know they run a long time. That's how you know they they are great because they stand the test of time. What's great about animes is that the short, sometimes the shorter ones are the greatest ones, and sometimes the beginning of most animes are fucking amazing for example tokyo ghoul first two seasons fantastic don't know what the fuck they were thinking on the third season i don't know they just fell right the fuck off okay no y'all want to go for another one how about promise neverland i finished that uh, a couple weeks ago and it was a fantastic it became a go anime in the first season should have never did a second. The the second season was just like w- w- what were we doing here? What happened? Like some of the decisions that were made, some of the, it just it felt like it was the ending it, it was like they, they really just killed the story off. Just said, "Fuck that. We're we're going to just skip every part of the manga and then uh we're going to end it here." They they pulled the plug on it pretty quick. And it, I guess they were right for it because they really they really fucked this this Opportunity up now. Shows that are doing fantastic, like everybody knows. One Piece has over a thousand thousand episodes. We know that is um past gen's big three. My big three, of course. Um, another big three is uh Bleach, which is you know it has over three hundred episodes. Um, and then you everybody knows Dragon Ball Z. But these newer gen animes, and then oh, I'm sorry, i'm sorry. And then if we're going to really go past gen. Um, let's talk about, you know, Cowboy Bebop, one season. That's all they needed. They were done. Um, Death Note, one season, go anime, that's done. Uh, I, I think some of the most underrated ones, like Gangster and, uh, Deadman Wonderland, like, there are American TV shows where we wish we had more than one season of it, but there's, I feel like animes have this does it a lot more and more frequently um and then we also always like we watch the first two seasons of something like the previous shows that I talked about and you know we're like man these are fucking amazing and then they hit another season and it's like wow y'all should have stopped that season too you should have stopped there but it looks like demon slayer which is just getting off really just getting off the starting block they're doing an amazing job. The animation. They. I'm scared they're going to run into this Dragon Ball Z problem, though, where they have um, 15 episode arcs of just one fucking fight. And I'm not going to be here for that. No, I am probably will. Uh, it's actually the animation, the character growth. Um, each time, each 20 minutes is a different segment of a fight, of the fight. And it just seems like Tanjiro is learning more and more about all his sword work. You know what I mean? All his, you know, the elements. Right now, we know that he knows water and fire elements with his sword. And uh, now, you know, I, I, look, I think that this has a chance to be one of the greatest animes of all time. They just cannot get into that bogged down we're going to slow the pace all the way down and just stick to one fight. Because if they do that, that's where people are going to start falling off. They Like, damn, man, you fight fighting the same motherfucker. How many times are you going to fight this motherfucker? This is the same fight? Fuck! What's great about Attack on Titan is that you kind of didn't know, you didn't see the heel turn twice with Eren. And it feels like, the story is just continuously developing until we've still got six more episodes until this um till the series is over and each episode is just more jaw dropping after the next and I, I just I cannot be more excited each week about when attack on titan's gonna come back. When's attack on Titan? Alright. Ooh I'm jonesing for Attack on Titan. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm excited to see where these last six episodes are gonna go? I, I once I've never read any of these mangas. I know people are readers and they're like, oh man, man, if you read the manga, man, shit gets real, man, shit gets real. I'm like, I, I that's cool, but I rather you know not. I I'd rather read a screen than read a read a page. I mean, I'm probably I'm pretty sure there's more. You know, there there's definitely more stuff um in the shows i mean definitely more stuff in the books more information and things but i like watching tv all right whatever you know but i read i read the the subtitles i feel like that's enough for me um i like i said man. i I think these two animes have definitely and mappa as a anime animator like a a, like a great studio mappa's doing big fucking things okay um just wow they are on a fucking roll right now, and um, they just announced that they're going to be doing um, shit Vinland Sagas, um, the second season, which is even more exciting. I feel like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die, I mean, I'm gonna diverge from the, the talk for a second. I feel like every time around this year, I mean, around this part time of the year, like you know, like February March time, I start watching, I start consuming more Viking content. It's kind of weird. I don't know if that's weird or not, but then again, they come out with a bunch of Viking content just out of nowhere, you know, like uh, Last Kingdom season five is supposed to be coming out really soon. Um, What the Valhalla Vikings Valhalla? That's supposed to be coming out really soon. Fucking the Vinland Sagas. I started watching Vinland Sagas again, and and I'm like, damn, yo, it's like, damn, it really has been like a year since I put in some Viking content. And look, look, listen, if you guys have not watched Last Kingdom yet, you are fucking missing out on a great 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 show from netflix netflix is doing big things you know who else you know who else is doing big things though amazon amazon like cartoon division i don't know who's the head of it i need to probably figure this out but they need to. they need to shake some. i need to shake their hand yo if you haven't watched legends of vox uh machina wow you you need to turn on your Amazon stuff and start watching that because, wow, that show is so amazing. It's such a great show. um Of course, Invincible. Invincible should have won some type of awards last year. They didn't, which was some bullshit, but it's cool. Well, we'll you know, but Invincible was great. And then the uh Despicables, Um, the, the boys, um, cartoon show that's coming out looks fucking amazing. So they're doing big fucking things, man. And yeah, I told you guys, this is going to be very fucking nerdy. Um, but Vox Machida, man, it shows, it's this band of people, these band of, uh, so-called heroes, um, that, you know, get drunk and fight, Fucking dragons and vampires, like literally. That's 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 the show <laughs> right now. For right now, they got this little gnome dude that be uh be doing some weird shit. That's just all I'm gonna say. The norm. The, watch out for the gnome, all right, because he's doing some weird shit, all right. Uh, but if you guys haven't watched that man, definitely go take a chance and watch it. Um, it's just wow. There's a lot of content coming out at the same time. You know, and then um lastly, we're going to talk about peacemaker. Wow. I like I know I've been saying wow a lot. This, this is a big thing. But John Cena as much as as I don't like him as an actor in some roles, I think him as a comedic actor is second to none right now. Like he's a really really good you know, off-the-cuff type comedic, comedic actor, and this Peacemaker definitely um, has opened up my eyes a little bit more, like, he was great in, in Blockers, he was great in, uh, what's the Date Night movie, where he's, like, the drug dealer, like, funny as shit, just naming off all these drugs that he has inside of the fucking suitcase, you know, when he plays dramatic roles, it's just not good, and but when he plays this role right here and it seems like he loves being peacemaker like this is something that he can do forever you know just like tom holland can probably do spider-man forever it feels like he is peacemaker like when we say peacemaker it's john Cena. he made like dc finally did one took one thing out of marvel's playbook that you know that's not talked about a lot that they, these second-rate, these even third-rate heroes that we, nobody knows about, they make them famous as fuck. Think about it, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know? It, um, For real, Iron Man wasn't really a big, wasn't really a big fucking uh hero. Wasn't a big Marvel guy, it wasn't big, like, Thor wasn't either. You gotta understand, Black Widow, fucking Hawkeye. You know, these people, like, these people have their own movies and TV shows. And it seems like DC finally is finally getting the fucking picture and stop trying to just make content for just Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman and you know some of these lower tier ones have really good and compelling stories too. And where DC veers from Disney is the rated R the R rating, like like in some ways, Peacemaker is almost NC seventeen. And it's, I think that this is where DC needs to go the, the, like, to separate themselves from Disney, because I would watch it a lot more. Now, the problem is, is that you're not getting the kid audience that Disney gets, but Disney already cornered that fucking market because they have this thing called Disney World and Disneyland. So you really don't have a fucking chance in the kid market. Where you do have a chance in is where the people that actually spend money on the shit, you know, the adults. So... They're taking that and they're just ramping up it. And it seems like James Gunn with this and also Suicide Squad, it seems like he just has creative, like he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He, he can just put whatever he wants in here. As long as you know, the licensing is cool and stuff like that. We understand. But I think that James Gunn is probably a very great, um, and not even up and coming anymore. He's one of the best directors out there. With an ensemble, cra- with an ense- ensemble, with an ensembled cast. Like, we're finding out that he's just this good. And he's just putting out hits. You know what I'm saying? He's like, he's, you know, he's like Drake for some people. You know, he just puts out fucking hits. He just hits. He's a hit guy. You know, that's just what he does. So, I-, I think that if you haven't, like, I'm telling you guys, Peacemaker is very well done. I know people hate John Cena. Trust me, I'm not a fan of his acting either. But I'm telling you. He kills it in this role. And the uh girl that plays Tasty from um Orange's New Black, man, she's great. That just the whole cast as a whole. The, the 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 cast as a whole was very well put together. And the the guy that plays um Aiden Chase, I mean Adrian Chase slash vigilante, that dude deserves supporting comedic actor award. I don't give a shit. That dude has been funny as fuck the whole entire time, the whole time. Vigilante has been the best out of them, though. I will say that. He's the best one out of everybody in the group. That's the funniest one out of everybody. And then John Cena is really picking... He's done a great job. Robert Patrick playing the White Knight slash his father. Wow. He kills it, too. He does a great job. And I I think that just... Like I said, they casted this show almost perfectly. Almost, it it was just it's a it's beautiful. You guys go watch it. You know they, they we have our new pet, our new America's pet, which is eagle. You know, even though that is like the national that is the national bird of America, which is the eagle. Um, yeah, man, I, I definitely suggest Peacemaker for everybody. In um, sad news. Uh, the upcoming Atlanta um, season, season of Atlanta is supposed to be the final season of it, which makes sense. I think that makes complete sense. Everyone, all the stars of the show are doing big things right now. They're, they're all just, I don't think they have time to do a TV show. They're doing big ass movies you know uh the harder they fall they got zazie beast zazie beast has been on so many movies right now since i was, like the first time i seen her was on atlanta and i think now we're seeing her a lot more um and that's fine with me I'm, i would i would love that you know especially her as domino just put it out there my bad you know just saying just saying all right donald donald glover you know he's always doing something he's always have music and things like that um lakeith stanfield stanfield we all know great actor um, it's, you know, it, yeah, he's a, he's a really good actor, um, and then, ah, uh, fuck, man, I always forget his name, I always forget his name, Doughboy, the guy that plays Doughboy, I always forget his name, he's on Eternals, you know, he's a fucking Marvel superhero, you know, and Zazie Beast is a Marvel superhero too, Oh no, Zazie Beast is also, oh, and speaking of, Donald Glover was on, it was in the first uh spider-man as uncle aaron aka miles morales's uncle that's uncle aaron he played that's who he played and then uh lakeith stanford which we don't know yet we he, he might be next he might be the next black panther He might be the next black panther you know they have a 98 percent black people rate on the sh- on the movie so we never know he might show up somewhere too it's crazy that that whole cast now think about it three of the four have been in marvel movies <laughs> wow that's crazy so you know they do they're all doing big things and this show culturally has been amazing it's been a funny ass show um of course it takes like five years for it to come out like each season takes like 10 years to come out but you know that's cool we good but I, I can't wait man season four uh final season man I, i'm excited you know i'm very very excited um also what i'm very excited for is march 4th which is uh batman day for your boy i'm gonna be wearing my batman like un- i'm gonna be wearing my batman fucking pajama pants i'm gonna wear my B- batman shirt and i got a batman hat somewhere like i'm just gonna be batman the fuck out because i want cw and wb to know that i am serious about this i'm very serious if anybody knows any connects in cw or wb warner brothers you know you guys you know got got a chance you know tell them that jace fox that's my role that's that role was made for me i want to be the cultural symbol that t'challa was with jace fox being batman that's, I'm ready, I'm ready for the cow I'll be ready, if y'all need me to be in shape bro. I can get in shape in a month I can do that in a month, for real if I, I, won't, I won't even fuck around I'll go do some keto, whatever I gotta do Work out 5-6 days a week You know, do my running All the rest of that cool shit I will do whatever I gotta do to at least audition for this I will audition for it Because I I mean, just to you know, give people A little bit of a chance, you know what I'm saying Like I'll give them a chance But let's be real they're not going to get it, you know. I'm just going to let y'all know now, like, that's my role. That's my role. You know, if you guys are ready for it, man, just let me know. You know, my, my phone, my email, everything, WB, I'm rated rock, man. Uh, if y'all need me, just, uh, not if y'all need me, when y'all need me, I am here. I am here, all right? I'll, I'll even get my hairline back, man. What y'all need me to do? I will do it, you know. You need me to lose 50 pounds? Cool, let's get it. I can do that. I can do that. I'm an athlete. At the end of the day, trust me, I can lose that in two two months if I really put my heart into it. Just putting it out there. You know what? I'm gonna put my heart. You know what? Today, this is where I start. I'm dropping fifty pounds in two months. Fuck it. Fuck it. We're getting back to two two bills, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm ready. I, I just just to show, just to show WB and everybody that Andrew Cruz is ready to become a DC hero. I'm a hero. I'm ready for it. I'm just putting it out there. You guys need me? I am here. I'm here. Just saying, Andrew Cruz will be Jace Fox. I'm fucking manifesting this motherfucking dream because I want this shit. I am ready. There's time. It is time for a black Batman. And I am here. I'm here. Just putting it out there you know, it's like, once again, if you guys know anybody, it's about, it's not always about what you know, it's who you know, so hopefully I know somebody that's in WB, or, you know, have them listen to this, and be like, yo, this guy is serious, because I am, I am serious, and I am in, I've been doing my study work, you know what I mean, I read the, every, every comic that comes out, your boy reads that shit, I got this, I got this, so nobody's as serious as me, <sighs> Sorry, that was my pitch to um, WB, Warner Brothers, CW, whoever, Greg Ber- Ber- Berlinti, um you know, Jennifer Lance, whoever, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I know producers' names. You guys are like, what? Who are these people? Those are the producers' names that are over CW television. That's who the fuck that is. They are fucking awesome, and I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready, man. Hey, man, Luke, Luke, big bro coming, bro. Big bro was coming. Just letting y'all know, man. Just let y'all know. Luke, y- y'all know who Luke is? Luke is Luke Fox. All right, Luke Fox. You know this is Jace Fox, dog. I'm here. I'm here. All right. I, could, I, I really went in that rant because I completely forgot what else I needed to talk. about. <laughs> no, also, uh, yeah, definitely. If if uh, WB needs a boy, I needs 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 somebody. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely ready to rock. Um. All right. So, we're going to do a little bit of sports. The James Harden and Ben Simmons for Ben Simmons trade. Listen, there's a difference in personalities and uh, body language that I've seen um, over the past couple days. Um, Mostly, James Harden just looks completely excited to be part of the 76ers. Like, this this is the first time. It didn't seem like he was that excited to be a Brooklyn Net, to tell you all the truth. But what was what people are like looking at with James Harden compared to Ben Simmons, James Harden at some points was the only player from the big three to play. I think he played the most games since they got, you know, since they all got on the same team. I'm pretty sure James Harden's the one that played the most games out of all of them. If we can go back and look, but I'm pretty sure James Harden is the only one that played. Like, most, he's played the most games. Like, if it came down to one player, James Harden was the one that was on the court. And I think that's what people aren't looking at either. They keep talking about, well, his heart's not in the game. He wants to be this, that. he wants to do that. Okay, that's cool. You can say that, oh, he's averaging the least amount of points he's ever did. But he's also averaging the most assists he's ever done. He's also averaging the most rebounds he's ever doing. He has to do everything because Durant... And Kyrie haven't been on the court as much. So this dude is getting 10 assists with a team that's not really built for him. It's actually built for KD. It's built for Kyrie. It wasn't built for him. So he's doing this with a team that isn't really, you know, really meshing together. And with, I don't mean to say it, but it's lesser talent. And everybody's like, well, you know, it's scary now because they got uh Simmons. What's Simmons really gonna do? How does he really change this team? Now you got you got a pretty good defender. That's cool. he oh yeah, well, he's a lockdown defender. Yeah, against like Trey Young, against like shorter, shorter, um against shorter and smaller um guards, but when he plays against the bigger guards, he has a little bit of a fucking problem. He 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 can't guard all five positions for real. He can't. Sorry to give you all that that sorry. Sorry to give you this, but then also if Durant has those little fits that he has, you know, he goes through those little tantrum phases that he has. How would, how is Ben Simmons going to react when he has those little fits? Oh man, he was emotional when he was on the phone with Katie. Yo, he doesn't, He to me, he spits in the face of all these kids that are from the hood, from Philly. Now, we're talking about Philly. I'll just keep it at Philly. Or even from, you know, the inner city or the hood. All these people with hoop dreams. You know, he spits in the face of all these people. And I'm also going to say James Harden did the same thing at one point. And these, actually most of the NBA players probably do it now. But but we're going to talk about these two. We're going to stick it to these two. My problem with here, like Gilly, I've heard this from Gilly. And I'm going to say the same thing. Basketball should be your escape from mental shit. Like, you're going through things. Like, basketball should be the escape. That was my escape. That's most hood people's escapes. You know, uh, I'm not from, whatever. Most hoopers' escape is playing basketball. This should not be fucking stressful. You should actually be more free on the court. So when he said that he has mental issues, okay, cool. If you got that, you got that. We understand. But you can't tell me that you cannot perform the sport that you're getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars for and you're over here and you're saying, well, it's not about the money. It it was about the outside stuff. So the outside stuff was controlling what was going on in between those fucking lines. So what you're saying is, is that it wasn't about basketball. You allowed some shit outside of the sport, a.k.a. the fans telling you, hey, man, we just want you to get better. We want you to do, we want you to improve your game over the fucking years. You're mad that we told you that, and so that kind of beat you down, because you're fucking coddled. Because no, you've never been told no. Because somebody never told you, you're not good enough. Sorry, you're not playing good enough sorry, your game isn't good enough, sorry, all the fucking workout videos, and all the stuff where you're shooting threes on during practice, and things like that, you're not doing that during the games, you're not applying what you're practicing to the fucking game, and to me, how are you going harder in practice than you are in the fucking game, the game should be easy as shit, practice is the one that's hard, because I'm not, I feel like, I feel like I'm practicing, I'm doing something to reward myself for the game. I feel like the game is the fucking reward for practice. Like, you cannot sit here and tell me that outside influences is the reason why you didn't step between those fucking lines. Because that makes you a utter fucking bitch. Sorry, you're a bitch. And I don't give a fuck. You're, t- you're 6'10". You move almost like a gazelle, you're kind of, you a little slow, but you, you you move fast for a 6'10 guy. And you should be dominating. You should be scoring over 20 points per game. Yes, if you do have good passing skills, maybe you should have 7, 8, 9, 10 assists per game. You know, maybe you should be averaging, I don't know, a triple fucking double like Russell Westbrook, if you really are that guy. But when you sit here and you say, Man, y'all should be happy. I'm smiling today. We should be happy you're smiling today. All of a sudden, now you can get to the bench. Now now you can, you can walk onto the court when you get traded because it was mental issues. Shut the fuck up. Just tell the truth. You were scared to face Philadelphia. And I'm telling you, he's not going to play March 10th. He's not playing March 10th. And if he does, I'll be fucking surprised. I'll, I'll be fucking surprised if he plays March 10th in Philadelphia. I don't think he can handle the booze. I don't think he can handle that shit. And you can't tell me mentally that's the problem. I'm sorry. I've walked into enemy territory before. I've been booed. I still went out and tried to fucking perform. Because guess what? That's fucking life. Life, you're going to have somebody sitting there, Boo! You fucking suck! Boo! Your podcast is ass, boo, your, yeah, your breath stinks, yeah, Woo. Your, your points don't make any sense, you say dumbass opinions, you're going to hear that shit, but guess what, I'm going to keep trucking the fuck along, because you motherfuckers from the outside don't influence what the fuck happens in here, sorry, let you know, we'll let you know, I, I mean, I'll take criticism, but I will apply the criticism, I will definitely apply it, I don't give a shit. I will apply it if it fucking is critical, if it is constructive. Because that's what we gave Ben Simmons. We told we never said he sucked. Sorry, we've never said that shit. I would never say Ben Simmons is not a great, and it's not a good basketball player. I would not say that. I would say that he's a bitch, personality-wise. Uh, what you would call war, I don't think he wore a fat suit. I hope he didn't wear a fat suit. But, you know, he kind of forced his way out of Houston. It was kind of ass to do. But y'all say that he quit, but it's crazy because he was still playing. He was pissed. I would be pissed off, too, that every year there's a different Robin to my Batman every year. I would be pissed off, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, every year? Like, come on, man. You didn't even let me gel. How am I supposed to gel? Okay, so you traded Clint. Okay, so you traded Clint. All right, fuck, man. Every time y'all built the team around me, we got to the Western Conference Finals. With a team that you built around me, I just needed one more. Well, so, but yes, he has done bitch ass shit though. That, that, that the whole possible fat suit shit was some bitch ass shit. The whole hamstring thing with the Brooklyn Nets, it was kind of ho shit, but you got to understand. I will say this though. Before the hamstring shit that you were talking about, because apparently Tracy McGrady has a hard arm for him. So the whole hamstring shit, okay. I, he might have been faking an injury. Okay, cool. The, he has one guy on the bench right now that has a knee sprain. That prayer. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It seems like since like since the second title from Golden State, it seems like um, Kevin Durant injury-wise has been very unlucky. I, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm just saying that he's been very unlucky injury-wise. Because before that, I don't think he's ever missed a game before that. You know, he might've missed a game here and there, but I don't think he missed that many games before, um, the torn Achilles, I mean, not the torn Achilles, the one that he had in Oklahoma city, like that, that was a fluke. I mean, not a fluke, but that was out of nowhere. Like he was never injured before that. And then when he went to golden state, you know, he won the two titles back to back. And then that third year he tore his Achilles and he started having injury problems ever since. So that, okay. That makes sense. The whole vaccine situation, I feel like Brooklyn got a little hoed in this one because Kyrie should be playing. Kyrie should be playing. Period. End of story. He's a part-time player, which makes no fucking sense. So it's crazy because I just read somewhere, too, that if they were to play Toronto in the first round, Kyrie would not be able to play the whole entire series unless the Nets pay that fucking fine. Which I think they would. I think I don't think they're going to leave. I think, <clears throat> sorry, hold on. I think that Kyrie is going to play in the playoffs. They're they're he's going to play home games in the playoffs. Like they're going to have to pay that fine if they want to succeed. But when you've been the only player, you've been the last guy standing this whole entire time, and you've been keeping them afloat. Before the lo- losing streak, you were kind of keeping them afloat. And you are hearing, you know, you starting to hear all this shit like, oh, well, Kyrie's busting his ass during practice. Kyrie, Kyrie hasn't played all season. Do, do y'all know that? Do you know how much wear and tear is going on? That, nigga, that man has not played all season. So I can understand. How that can be a little annoying, like, this dude is not here. He's not playing. With them, My promise was that it was supposed to be a big three, not a big fucking one. <clears throat> and then he brought Blake, Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, all the rest of the, Okay, cool. But I wouldn't say... I, he probably did pull some shit where he faked an injury. And this is kind of a little bitch to me too. I ain't gonna lie. If that's the case, that's some real bitch-ass shit. Because... I, I don't understand that. Like, dude, you've been you've been you've been really holding holding your shit down, and now all of a sudden you got injured, and it's like you know, all right, man. You know, I know you're kind of pissed off about this, but you know, you you gotta sometimes you just gotta bite that bullet, man. But I'm glad that he's excited to be in Philadelphia. I'm glad to have him in Philly. You know, I that's been one of my favorite players for a very long time since college. For real, um, <clears throat> I you, I was watching him at Arizona State. And, you know, I thought he was going to be a dog coming out of there. So, I'm glad to see that, you know, he's wearing the Sixers colors. He's wearing the number one. I I hope nothing but the best for James Harden. Now, Ben Simmons, on the other hand, I can clearly give two shits of a shake. I don't give a fuck. Fuck him. Fuck that dude. Because, for real, to me, he spit in the face of, like, real hoopers. Guys that that, you know... Should be that they not maybe not should be in the NBA, but guys that had the dreams to get into the NBA and you know fell short of it, and guys like him that has all the talent in the world is sitting here and like he's he's being a bitch. Oh, they they burned me. Oh, they didn't have my back. You had constructive criticism from your teammates. If you can't handle that, then good luck with KD, because that motherfucker is going to tell you the truth. I, that's one thing that dude will do. He He's going to tell you the truth. And, you know, how are you going to swallow that pill? Sorry. Sorry to tell you. If you pass the ball on a dunk attempt and KD's going to get in your ass. Sorry. It's just what's going to happen. How are you going to react to that? So I'm glad, you know, if I was Joel and B, will be pissed off too because, yo, we were better together than apart. Like, you're fucking this up. But it's cool. It's cool. I think James Hart. I I truly think that's a big pickup. I think Paul Millsap's actually a bigger pickup than what people think because he's that veteran voice that the Sixers don't have. Well, Danny Green, but, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, Danny Green. All right, okay, cool. We got Danny Green. Uh, But, yeah, man, it's just, I don't know, man. I, I, I think that both teams really got something they needed out of this. Like, the Nets got a big man, which is Andre Drummond. And Seth Curry, who's a great shooter. But, you know, a lot of people I've been watching and been seeing are on this on these people's nuts. And I'm like, yo, they're playing starter minutes finally. Like, I, I'm hoping that, for real, for real, when Andre Drummond started, when Embiid was out, when Embiid goes out and Drummond's in, Drummond will get 20 rebounds, 18, 20 rebounds per game as a starter. Like, I was used to seeing those numbers when he started. Sorry, uh, I'm not surprised by that. 'Cause he knew he knew his due diligence. He said, Fuck it, man. I know my game. I'm gonna just rebound, bro, and dunk on motherfuckers. You know, so um yeah, I'm excited. I, I like I said man, I'm excited for James Harden, man. I think we need another piece we probably need another backup for Embiid, another veteran backup, and I think we'll be fine in the playoffs. I think you really what what people don't understand is this. Yeah, the regular season, everybody's running and gunning. Yeah, okay, cool. All right, we're going to run and gun. But when we get into the playoffs, when we get into the down and dirty playoffs, the game slows the fuck down to a halt. And it's going to come down to your half-court offense. What are you going to do in the half-court? Where are you going to do half-court defense too? I think that, you know, this is the first time since Butler – that Embiid has had like uh, um, another n- another shooter with him, like another guy that knows knows to score, knows when to score, when knows how to score, knows every each and every way to get to the bucket or shoot threes over people with the step back. You know, um, I, I'm really excited to see what happens. So, all right, um, I'm going to try to do a show tomorrow. I don't know what it's going to be about, but it's going to be a show. It's going to be uh, one of the Patreon shows, actually, <laughs> that I really need to start doing. So, um, with that, I want to say, um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this conversation. Well, not conversation, but this, uh, me talking to the ether, or hopefully to you in your air balls. Um, but, with that, I want to say, if you like, if if you want to find the cruising podcast where you can find it it's on apple Podcasts, spotify patreon and anywhere you can find your podcast needs where you can find it. the cruising podcast also where you find the latest updates to the show is on instagram at cruising podcast also on twitter at nicetown and with that i love you guys stay safe out there don't do anything i would do catch you guys later deuces